Welcome everyone, this is Sue from SJC Yoga with another podcast on Ayurveda and the doshas. So if you've listened to the previous um, previous podcast, we did talk about Vata with autumn being the Vata season. So for those of you that don't know much about doshas, they are our general constitution. In Ayurveda, we say that we have three different types of doshas. We have a pitta, we have a vata and we have a kapha. We are born with a predominant dosha. So when this dosha becomes aggravated or it becomes out of balance, we will suffer physically and mentally. So ideally, we want all our doshas to be balanced. But as I say, we will have one predominant dosha. So today I'm going to speak about pitta and the pitta dosha. So pitta is the energy of digestion and metabolism in the body. It functions through carrier substances such as organic acids, hormones, enzymes and bile or digestion. So while pitta is most closely related to the element of fire, it is the liquid nature of these substances that accounts for the element of water in pitta's makeup. So the qualities of pitta are oily, sharp, hot, light, moving, liquid and acidic. A pitta individual or somebody with a predominant pitta dosha will display physical and mental characteristics that reflect these qualities in both an imbalanced and a balanced state. So the main locations of pitta in the body are the small intestine, the stomach, the liver, pancreas, blood, eyes and sweat. Psychologically, pitta provides the body with heat and energy through the breakdown of very complex food molecules. So it governs all processes related to conversion and transformation through the mind and body. So psychologically, the pitta dosha will govern joy, courage, willpower, anger, jealousy and mental perception. It also provides the radiant light of the intellect You tend to get a lot of entrepreneurial people who have very high pitta. When a person who has any predominant dosha tends to overheat, excess pitta is usually at play here. It's usually the culprit. So just as a campfire may turn into a forest fire without proper care, the internal fire of the mind and body must be kept in check. I know this from my constitution, which is pitta, And if I eat something that's highly spiced, I have quite bad sweats. So highly spiced foods make the pitta too much. They make it burn too much. The balanced pitta is blessed with a joyful disposition. They have a very sharp intellect. They have tremendous courage and drive. But if the fire of the mind and body become unruly, the laughing pitta quickly becomes the yelling pitta. Anger, rage and ego replace Pitta's positive attributes. So it leaves an individual who is kind of quite bitter with life and can be overbearing towards others. So there is a saying that the imbalanced Pitta individuals don't go to hell, they just simply create it. I don't know if that's true or not. So wherever they go, Pitta imbalances commonly manifest in the body as infection, inflammation, rashes, ulcers, heartburn and fever, which if you think about it, those imbalances would 
would would lead towards too much heat in the body. So one of the ways we can balance a pitta is with food, but there's also other ways as well. So the key words to remember when balancing your pitta is cooling, calming and moderation. So we look at eat, eating a pitta balancing diet, which I'm going to go into a little bit more uh, of an explanation in a minute. Eat in a peaceful environment, so that's the calming. Avoid artificial stimulants, which would be alcohol, caffeine, any kind of drugs really. Engage in calming activities. So a pitta would benefit from martial arts in the form of Tai Chi, gentle swimming, yoga, but definitely spending time in nature. Nature will cool and calm the pitta fire. So as I said, yoga, swimming, tai chi, walking, but try to get outside in nature. Even when the weather's not so great, just get wrapped up, get warm and get outside. The way that the pitta becomes imbalanced is, of course, eating a pitta aggravating diet, which would be things like chilies, hot food, um, spices, even things like that we not we, you probably don't know are warming heating foods like nuts can be very heating. So really, oh, what I forgot to say as well is to meditate daily for pitters, but also meditation really is a is a, something that we should all be doing a bit more of. So another way pitters can become imbalanced is by eating while angry. Um, or anxious or eating when they're not feeling great because they tend to choose foods to comfort them rather than to sustain and nourish them. So an angry pitta could reach for um, a chocolate bar, a pizza, something that's not really going to help. So any coffee, as I said, black tea, alcohol, smoking, I can't even imagine smoking is good for any kind of dosha. Overworking, pittas can overwork because they have an ego when it's out of balance that pushes them on forces them through never give up and being overly competitive now in yoga we kind of talk about not being competitive and the only person you should really be um, comparing yourself to is the person you were last week there's no point in looking at other people and, and competing with them it's it's quite futile and uh, basically a waste of energy. So what kind of foods would balance pitta? Well one of them is grains, best eaten cooked and unyeasted bread. So so I eat brown soda bread which doesn't have any yeast in it. Nobody really wants yeast um, doubling and, and growing inside the gut. So grains really should make up a large portion of a pitta diet barley, white basmati rice, millet, oats, wheat, whole wheat, uh, quinoa, small amounts of brown rice um, only in acute pitta conditions. Otherwise it can be used often, can brown rice. And to minimise buckwheat and corn flour. Anything that I say to minimise is because it's heating. So when it comes to dairy, it's best if you can get get, um, your hands on some raw or organic and non-homogenized milk. Milk should be taken warm with a small amount of spice. The spices that are nice are ginger, cardamom or fennel. When we come to butter, look at unsalted butter. Salt is very heating. 
um, cottage cheese, cream cheese, ghee and milk. So we're looking at dairy which is mild. So avoid hard, non-salted cheeses, blue cheeses, anything that's quite pungent. And minimise things like buttermilk, sour cream and cultured milks and yoghurt. Unless you're going to start making yoghurt yourself, most um, processed yoghurts will be very heating. Nuts and seeds. Nuts um, are not really a great thing for pitters. So just eat them lightly, dry roasted. And you can have them salted, but only lightly. Don't be getting those big bags of greasy salted peanuts. Nut butters are good, except for peanut. Again, peanuts are not great for pitters. So condiments, things like oils and spices, can be used to balance. So when we look at oils, healthy oils are very important and should be used abundantly, especially if the skin is dry, because they alleviate dryness and generally heavy and nourishing. So the best ones for um, pitta are ghee, olive oil or coconut. We can eat small amounts of avocado, corn, soy make sure it's non-gmo and sunflower but kind of cut out on things like almond oil flaxseed mustard peanut safflower and sesame because they're warming oils so they're nice if your pitta was very low and you wanted to increase the heat you would use warming warming foods so i hope you're kind of getting the idea so for spices um it's the overall spiciness which is more important than the individual spices so even some minimized spices can be used if balanced with other things from the best list so for pitta food should be spiced mild to moderate never very hot and spicy but neither very bland so the best ones to use for us fiery pitters are cardamom chamomile cilantro which is um what we call fresh coriander, the green stuff, coconut, coriander, cumin, dill, fennel, and lemon, peppermint, saffron, spearmint, and turmeric. So they're all very cooling. We can add small amounts of basil, bay leaf, black pepper, caraway, cinnamon, garlic, cooked, and ginger, fresh. So no dried ginger and no raw garlic, and rosemary is a nice one. We really need to look at cutting out things like cayenne pepper, cloves, horseradish, mustard seeds, nutmeg, oregano, poppy seeds, star anise and thyme. But as I say, if you want to mix these with the cooling ones, if you, if you wanted to mix cardamom, if you're having some like cardamom tea, you could put something in it like um, cloves because they would balance each other out. So when it comes to fruits, the best fruits for pitters are sweet fruits. So if you're choosing apples, make sure they're sweet, not sour. We've got avocados, blackberries, blueberries, melon, especially cantaloupe, coconut, cranberries, dates. Dried fruits are good for us, figs, grapes. When you go for grapes, get the sweet pink ones, don't get the green sour ones. Lemons um, in small amounts, limes are a better choice for pitters. Also nectarines, pineapples, prunes, raisins, strawberries. So anything that's bordering on sweet rather than sour. We can have small amounts of apricots, bananas. Make sure your bananas are ripe. 
cherries, make sure they're sweet, grapefruit, oranges and pineapple. You really need to be minimising, if your pit is overheating, sour fruits. So sour oranges like mandarins, sour pineapple, plums, olives, tangerines and any unripe fruit is a no-no. So then we come to legumes or beans, whatever you want to call them. The best ones for us are black lentils, chickpeas, mung beans, split peas, soybeans, tofu, so any kind of soy products. Small amounts of kidney beans, pinto, navy, they're getting a little bit harder to digest, so that increases our fire. And we really need to be looking at not having red or yellow lentils. So when it comes to vegetables, of course, always eat them fresh, never frozen, never tinned, unless, you know, there's been some nuclear war and uh, you've just got loads of tins to look at. So you can eat large amounts of nice, fresh vegetables. Eat them cooked in the winter, or if you dig- if, especially if your digestion is weak, so if your pitta is low, make sure you cook your vegetables. But nice and raw in the summer if your digestion is strong. The thing about pitters is they do have a strong digestion and they do have a strong immune system. So fresh green vegetable juices are really good. People with arthritis should avoid all nightshades. Nightshades are tomatoes, white potatoes, eggplant, excuse me, and white onions because they cause inflammation. Another thing to remember is we might be eating these nightshades and not having any adverse effects, but that will come later on in old age. Inflammation will cause arthritis and just general inflammation of the whole body. So the best um, vegetables for us pitters are alpha sprouts, artichokes, asparagus, beans, sprouts, sprouts, yak, bell peppers. So they're the big peppers that are not overly spicy. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, oh, all my favourites. Cabbage, cauliflower, celery. Cress, cucumber. Cucumber's great, very cooling. Green peppers, kale. So all leafy vegetables, lettuce, mushrooms. Onions are okay as long as they're well cooked. Peas, pumpkin, seaweed, if you eat seaweed. And squash and courgettes. Look at small amounts of avocado, beetroots, carrots, corn eggplant as i say eggplant is a nightshade so just you know take um just look at that for your, for your own constitution and, and make a decision garlic make sure garlic's well cooked parsley spinach sweet potatoes vine ripened tomatoes so they can be put in your diet just make sure that they're not a really big part of it and then the things that we sh- pitters should really minimize Chilies, hot peppers, hot peppers, mustard greens, raw onions, raw garlic, radishes, tomato paste. I know it's not really a vegetable, but it's very concentrated. And tomatoes in general. When it comes to drinks, to beverages, these are best taken at room temperature. So never hot and never cold. So the best herb teas to drink are dandelion, strawberry leaf, wheatgrass juice. You can buy pitta teas, which which are a mixture of different kind of herbs. Pucker do a really nice one. Small amounts of chai, black tea, fruit juice. If you're going to have fruit juice, dilute it with equal parts of water. 
and minimise, of course, alcohol. Carbonated water, so fizzy stuff, coffee, very sweet fruit juices, very spicy herb teas as well, any soft drinks and, of course, tomato juice, the tomato again. So when it comes to nuts and seeds, the best are coconut, sunflower, pumpkin seeds, um, just a few. Sesame seeds are okay in small amounts. And then you have to, we have to minimise a lot of nuts because they are very warming. So any, any nuts really, almonds, brazils, cashews, um, peanuts, pistachios. And I know peanuts are a legume, but we tend to think of them as a nut. So when it comes to sugar and sweet things, because sweet things are good for pitters, but I don't mean cakes and buns, I mean sweet fruits. If you want to add sugar to any drinks or any um, desserts, the best ones for us are maltose, maple syrup and rice syrup. Small amounts of fructose, I'm not keen on fructose, raw honey, and table sugar, which I would not um, recommend to anybody, table sugar. But minimise molasses and um, any other processed kind of sugars, which goes for all of us, really. Also, when it comes to condiments, cut down on mayonnaise, sweet mustards, um, and minimise chocolate and salt and vinegar, which I absolutely love. Because overuse of any sweetener will just eventually cause an imbalance in the pit of fire. Now, Ayurveda is vegetarian, but we do understand that people, especially in the West, do eat some animal protein. So if you want to eat animal protein, try and keep it down to about between two to three times a week. And eat it at lunchtime when your digestive fire is high. And we've got time to um, for it to, to move through before bedtime. So the best ones is chicken and freshwater fish like trout. I don't really, I can't really think of any other freshwater fish. What do you get in, in streams and rivers? Anyway, and um, turkey. So if you, if you look at that, it's kind of the lighter meats. We should really be avoiding egg yolks, egg yolks saturated fat and they're very heating but egg whites are no problem apart from the fact they're extremely boring and bland so just eat very small amounts of beef duck lamb pork and sea fish venison any red meat really so that's covered quite a lot of different foods so best foods can be eaten without reservation on a daily basis so these foods are the most ideal as they are the most balanced for pitta dosha. People who are not well or you've got some infection or something's not going, going quite right within your physical body, you should consume only foods on the best list. So minimise and small amounts, take those off. So when we're talking small amounts, these are foods that can be eaten in small portions fairly often in larger portions once or twice a week. So eating a wide variety of these foods is better than abundance of just one. An over-reliance on these foods can call, cause an imbalance. So that's for your small amounts. Minimised foods should be eaten only on very rare occasions. Example really is once a month as they can quite significantly disturb the pitta. 
So it is quite complicated. You need to find out what your dosha is. You could be, if say you're a predominantly kapha, your pitta can still be out of balance. So you could be a kapha with a high pitta imbalance. So then you still need to be taking and looking at a pitta pacifying diet. If you are already a pitta and your fire is very high, you need to really bring that down, causing otherwise we'll get inflammation in the joints, we'll get headaches, we'll get problems with the digestive system, we'll get skin rashes, we'll get eczema and all that kind of stuff. So if there's something that's flared up on your skin, that's probably a pitta imbalance, you've probably got too much fire. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, I will do a, um, another one on the vata uh, dosha and I will do one on the kapha do, uh, dosha. So that's it for now. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you want to visit my website, it's um, SJC Yoga and there's lots of stuff on there about Ayurveda and of course yoga. So that's it. Thank you for now. Take care. Bye bye.